Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. We are so glad you're here. Let's get to it. Today we're chatting with Mel and Murph Stewart, and they have an amazing story that we want to share. I've been hearing about it all over Instagram, and we <laughs> should go follow them. It's at Fit and Funds. The gist of it is they paid off over $229,000 in I mean, debt. That is amazing. Yeah. And we paid off, I mean, in terms of non-mortgage debt, it was about $46,000. And I felt like that was a lot. Yeah. You know? oh, I so when, I, when I hear stories like this, it's like, this is crazy. Mel and Murph, thank you for taking the time to come chat about this and share this whole crazy thing that you've gone through. Absolutely. We're excited. Thank you for having us. $229,000 in debt. Like, What was that made up of? Like, What were the actual pieces of debt there? Yeah, so it was a little bit of everything. We like to say, you name it, we had it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. For a mortgage. It wasn't mortgage debt, but I mean, IRS debt, it was medical debt, credit card debt, lines of credits, car loans, student loans, a little bit of everything. The biggest debt that we had, though, was the student loan debt. Yeah. And that was yeah. as well over six figures. Yeah. Wow. So I guess student loan debt, you know, in our society, I mean, I think most people tend to think that's reasonable debt or good debt. I have some mixed opinions about that, having a good amount myself. With the credit card stuff, was this bad spending habits or was it like all justified or how did you guys land into so much debt? Yeah, I think it was the lack of education. Growing up, we really didn't learn how to manage money, nor did our parents come from wealth. So we pretty much, I know when I went to college, I, I had no choice. I just didn't really have the education to learn how to apply for scholarships or, you know, apply for grants or that type of thing. But it was just, let's go get a student loan, you know? And so I think that's a lot of how it started for me. And then the college credit card came along and that was like shopping money. And from there on, it just kind of started accumulating for me. Yeah, I can definitely um, attest to that. The thing about me was um, I grew up on welfare. (laughs) My mom was a single mom doing her thing, trying to raise two boys. And, you know, we eat a lot, especially me. But it was one of those things that you... You grow up in a household and not knowing that you're at that poverty status. You know, you're you're just a happy-go-lucky little kid. And but as I grew older, I, I figured and start, started noticing things that we weren't able to do. And that's why I realized that my mom, she just wasn't educated financially to to help us along the way. You know, I think she was so excited for me to go to college. I got a full scholarship for basketball, and she was excited for that. But still, I still took out student loans. So like, why did I do that when I had a full scholarship? Mm-hmm. It's just a lack of education financially that I discovered. But yeah, so it's one of those things, learned behavior, patterns out of patterns, I compounded and compounded and it just blew up the, the whole um, 
Melamurf household um, <laughs> in regards yeah. to debt. So, and then also yeah. the first four years of our marriage, we accumulated a lot more debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would try to, you know, as I say, keep up with the Joneses and mm-hmm. go out every weekend and spend a lot of money using like a line of credit or just money that we didn't have. So I know that we probably racked up thousands of dollars more in those first four years of marriage. Yeah. Because we just, we didn't know better, you know, we were, we had a lot of denial around the debt. <laughs> yeah. So what was your turning point moment? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I mean, cause I think most of us who we all have some moment or moments where we decide, all right, uh, we got to make a change here. I mean, what was that for you guys? So we got to a point of our marriage that we were almost at a brinks of divorce. We were arguing a lot more, um, really just at each other's neck, just wasn't having it. And she started going to counseling and I joined a party and I started going to counseling. And then I remember I was in the lounge waiting to speak to my therapist or counselor, what have you. And I had an epiphany. It was one of those things that I feel like now was speaking to me, giving me a refresher of someone's name that I heard in the past. And it was Dave Ramsey. Heard Dave Ramsey's name. And I started instantly Googling and researching who this man was. And I found out that he was in a million dollars of debt and he started helping a lot of people. I'm like, wait, I'm like, my who is this guy? And it really encouraged me because I started listening to his podcast and everything. And yeah. that pivotal moment for us to understand that we were, first of all, not alone and that the amount of money that we had in debt was, um, it could be able to um, to be diminished from our lives indefinitely. Uh, brought that back to Melissa and she was not happening at all. <laughs> so it was one of those moments that I was so hyped and excited and really you know, it, 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 that mood of enthusiasm, but she wasn't happening because I guess I was so aggressively trying to get us going. I'll let, I'll let her speak on that behalf. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I was kind of reading up on your story and I read that you were like apprehensive about it. And I would love to know why, like what was going through your head? And then I have a follow-up question after that, but I'll let you answer that first. I think when Murph brought it to me, I've always liked spending money, you know, spending every penny. And, you know, like I said, I didn't know better. You know nothing about that, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know nothing about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, I basically, when I would get those loan checks, if I had money left over for student loans, I would just spend it on clothes or different things. And so when Murph Mm -hmm. brought this to me, I was like, wait, what? You know, and he he always like calculate out because he's a numbers guy. He calculate out the numbers, like how many years it's going to take us. And I was just like, I don't want to hear it. Like (laughs) have so much debt, you know, and I had just gotten a new job and I was like, I want to go shopping and get a whole new wardrobe for work. And yes, you know, we we need to start this budget thing. And I was just like, not having Mm it, you know, over the course of that year or so, you know, we, we played the podcast in the car and then we started having our budget meetings together. It really helped me kind of feel more comfortable with the process. And then I learned to like budgeting because it was a place for me to voice what I wanted or needed. Yes. Over the course of that first year, I think Mm -hmm. it was kind of tough for us because we were not on the same page, but gradually, I think that I came to and even in year three and four of our journey well I'd say year three you know we were finally done with the consumer debt and I knew we had my big student loan left and Murph's like we have to finish this you know we're not debt free yet and I was like wait what I thought we would be done you know so yeah I think that we finally agreed there we we gotta put a pinpoint there and circle back on that one but yeah I'll I'll let you do your follow-up question (laughs) because I want to add yeah (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So my follow-up question is what changed 
it can be from what changed in that first year of you like starting to listen to that stuff, but also what has changed over the course of this period of time between not wanting to pay off debt and then being like, I am sold out and on board. What was that mindset shift like for you? Because I think we had a little bit of a similar situation, not maybe not as intense as yours, because I was more like, can you just take this problem off my hands? <laughs> so I kind of just did whatever you told me to do because I didn't want to deal with it. But I was mm-hmm. also like, I really like spending money. So I, I'm with you on that for sure. But yeah, I just would love to know like the journey that God took you on from, I want to spend all the money I have and more to being sold out for this. Mm-hmm. You know, it was partly like my own work and healing that I needed to do and in, in counseling. But also, like, I learned that once we had, like, a common vision and a why, that was my motivation. And and it became bigger than me, you know. It was, like, before it was all about me, 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 me. And now, or, you know, over the course of time, and even now, it's, like, well, what about our future generations, you know? And what about their kids? And, like, really breaking those generational curses and there was a lot of other things too, that was our why, you know, giving more and traveling more and all of that. But it was just like, I think when I finally grasped the why behind it, the purpose, the vision, I started to change inside and, you know, learn a lot more about myself. And like, you know, when you're paying off debt and you're working and you're grinding and there's a sense of accomplishment and confidence that you gain in yourself and God and each other and your marriage. So it was just like a whole transformation, like who I was back in 2013, 14 is I'm a completely different person today. So yeah. I'm grateful for that. Amen. Yeah. So do you guys think that paying off debt has brought you closer to God? Well, let me think about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell uh, me more. Yeah. And I know that was not a rhetorical question. It was actually a real question. So yeah, I, it was. my belief level um, has increased substantially to the utmost. The spirit that gave me Dave Ramsey, like there was no way. I didn't know who this man was. I had no idea who this man was when I was sitting in that lounge. But he intentionally knew that at that time I was at my rock bottom um, emotionally. And I had to get some kind of hope. And he seriously gave me a lifeline. And I think my belief in God and even though I was still a believer before that, but just it just increasingly got better over time, my relationship with him individually. And, all, of course, our interdependency with God, too. But yeah, yeah and we sure. started getting free from the debt, and mm-hmm. that was bondage for us, you yeah. know? And, you know, we started walking in, like, an abundant life. Mm-hmm. We're like, wow, this is a real thing. Like, what it says in the Bible, like, when you walk this out and you walk in obedience, like, these things, these blessings start chasing you down and it's like real life miracles that mm-hmm. would happen to us so we're just like this is so cool you know and complete transformation yeah and, and she's not saying something that's really important to her was that we actually kept a miracle book yes. of everything that occurred from day one of what god had did to us and that really was a pivotal or more so instrumental um element of our belief in god because it, it was just i wish we can go down and read them but it's just amazing things that happened throughout that yeah. course of over to five years. Checks in the mail, yeah. refunds and rebates, you know, promotions and everything. Everything insane. that we would increase, yeah. anything we got, we just wrote it down. Yeah. You know, it's just like, thank you, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no hundred thousand dollar check in the mail, but you know, it was. But extra provision. Exactly. You know, exactly. One of the That's things correct. that 
yeah, one of the things we're always talking about, because I have been talking to people about this stuff for 14 years now, this happened on our journey. And I have seen this over and over and over and over and over again. And I say it nonstop is when you start doing the natural things, doing, taking those natural steps in your own ability, in faith, doing the natural, and then believe God for the supernatural. Like he comes in like wind behind your back and pushes mm-hmm. you forward, yeah. you know, to reach this goal, you know, in the case of paying off debt or whatever it is. And we saw that. It sounds like you guys are saying that because you were doing the steps and then God starts showing up with all these little miracles pushing you forward. I mean, is that correct? Am I saying that right? hundred percent. It's still yeah. happening. You know, yeah. we, we still write down our miracles, you know, now that we're on a wealth building journey. So yeah, it's amazing. And it's just real tangible stuff. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about some of the practical things because yes, we see God at work. We see some of those miracles happening. Um, what were the things, the practical decisions that you guys were making to do things differently? So you talked a little bit about setting up a budget. So that was one part of it. What other things were you guys doing to just move down this path? I can instantly say um, we looked at what we were having taken out of our checking account, you know, subscriptions or music subscriptions, what have you. That was a practical aspect. We're fitness enthusiasts. We love working out. So we lowered our gym membership fee. They were almost paying hundred some dollars, which got down to twenty dollars a month. So that was one practical wow. thing that we did. Uh, we stopped eating out. That was very very hard because <laughs> we're foodies too. Um, yeah. So we started, you know, cooking a lot of meals in regards to you know in our household. And lastly, I think you can add to this one too is um, we did not go on any, any vacations at all. We did not, and the FOMO was real to say the least. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, this summer. <laughs> Rough. I mean, we would do like little weekend trips once in a while, but the Mexico vacations or Hawaii vacations, we just, we were working yeah. and side hustling too. I think yeah, that's side another was part huge. of it. Was, yeah. In addition to, you know, our nine to five, Murph was mm-hmm. driving Uber till midnight. We did what we could, but practical steps. Number one is the budget. Course, yeah. It's foundation, yeah. you know, just having that consistent, you know, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly budget. You have to have a budget to do this. I think. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so funny because so many people, and I felt this way, think that, well, oh, man, a budget is just, it's going to be a pain in the butt and we're going to save like $30 a month. It's just not worth it. You know, as well as I do, if you have even an average income and you aren't budgeting, like you're going to save hundreds, if not many hundreds or even thousands of dollars a month by doing this. We see this over and over again, and I'm sure you guys have as well, right? Oh, Definitely. I think when we really started agreeing upon the mutual agreement of budgeting, and we literally saw more money in our account, which was so weird. It was just like, well, how do how do we have extra money in our account when we had the same income, not doing a budget, but now here we are doing a budget, and now we see more surplus in our account. It was just, it was almost like a breath of fresh air to be, yeah. believe it or not. Like so there, wow, yeah. there was literally times where we yeah. had no money for groceries, and we would just go yeah. Off our line of credit, you yep. know, and then, yeah, <laughs> and then to start seeing like money extra left over, like, oh, well, what are we going to do with this money? Exactly. You know, oh, well, we get to pay the debt or put it in savings mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, it's just like a whole new concept for yeah. us to to learn that. So. Wow, that's amazing, um, Murph. I remember you had something you wanted to tie back to. Do you want to jump back to that point, or do you remember that? Yeah, oh, I, I definitely remember it because it, it's made an impression on you know, me. So. Okay. She was saying that um, there was a point where we got all done with the consumer debt. We paid it off, mm-hmm. and we were now about to attack her student loan, the six-figure student loan. And 
she, I remember her saying to me, hey, babe, let's just say we're, we're, we're debt free now. And when she said that, I'm, I'm like, you, what? Like, no, we, we, we <laughs> so much momentum. We are not stopping. I didn't say like that. I was more loving, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I wanted to make sure my babe, I'm like, babe, we can actually do this. Look how far we, we've come. And she was mm-hmm. the point that she, because I think what it was, it was a soul tie that I was attached to that student loan. And we can maybe go on that if she wants later on. It's up to her. But it made her so angry of what that student loan meant to her that she wanted to ignore it. And I'm like, I wanted to accomplish paying it off because I knew that we had the momentum building and we wanted to release her from those shackles, stronghold, to be free. And that was the whole concept in which I was trying to help her comprehend. Yeah. Wow. So there was more tied to it than just the dollar amount. Like there was something in your heart that you needed to get cleared up. So, I mean, that's amazing too. Cause it's like, God takes us on this journey and it's not just for one thing. It's not just to be out of debt. It's for multiple different things, which yeah. I think is just so wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that once I finally got that out of my life for good, it was like, I could get past whatever that, that hurt and that pain that that was attached to and, and move forward and forgive and be in acceptance and be like, you know what? It's okay. I, I, we took care of this and with God's help, of course, and we can move past this. And so, yeah, it was, like I said, it's like you said, it's a lot more than just paying off debt. I mean, it's completely changes. Yeah. I'm curious what role did giving, or do you feel like giving played in this debt payoff? Yeah, I think it was, it was instrumental. Tithing was always, at the top of our budget, that was one thing that we said, you know, we're not going to let go of. And I think there was another um, portion of sponsoring a child that we said, we're not going to let go of. So those two things we kept, regardless of our income, we were like, okay, we're going to honor God with the first portion of this. It was a non-negotiation. So we just, <laughs> to this day, it's like, yeah, that's the first yeah. thing. <laughs> you know, so. no, I, I'm laughing because she said sponsor a child and I just I did not want to do it I'm like babe we're not doing this you know mm-hmm. and here I am at church listening to Israel Houghton and the new breed <laughs> praising God and they want their people to um, sponsor a child I'm like we're not doing that like it was the craziest thing ever I don't, I don't know why what mindset I was in but here we are fast forward still sponsoring that same child mm-hmm. and it's just so <laughs> so yeah well it's funny because sometimes people ask me and they probably asked you too should I stop tithing and stop giving to pay off debt because oh, I'll pay yeah. off my debt a lot faster? It's not a math problem. Like it's just not how God works, you know, exactly. like, and I'm not going to tell anyone, you know, what they should do, but for us it's the same way. It's like, we're not going to stop giving to pay off our debt. And we're convinced as well that by giving, that was how we ended up getting paid off faster, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's yeah. just the way it works in the kingdom. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, right. so right. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Appreciate you guys taking the time and sharing your awesome, amazing story. It's so cool seeing what God's doing in people's lives. All right. So at Fit and Funds on Instagram, they can see you because you're sharing so much like great stuff there. Um, website they can find you at? Um, fit and yeah, funds. fitandfunds.com. And that's F-I-T-N as a Nancy. That's great. All right, guys. Well, thanks for taking the time. Appreciate getting to chat. Love having you on. Thank Thank you. you God bless you guys. For all of this.
Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up. Knock, knock. Who's there? Leaf. Leaf who? Leave us a review on iTunes, please. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Know we are praying for you. And we'll see you in the next episode.